Yo, what's going on, Internet? The Black Kyle here, a.k.a. TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Game and Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers, and hopefully you won't be bored with episode 94. Now, before we get into the show, allow me to introduce you to my co-host, the first of which moved up the rankings as the potential Florida Man of the Year, UTX Baby Shower the Don. Say what up to the people. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you not just have a baby shower? No, nah, this man. No, I'm talking about the first thing you said about Florida Man of the Year. <laughs> I'm not claiming that we were not doing it today, but uh, what's going on, people? Uh, another week, another podcast. Like I said, all this free content. So hopefully, y'all are enjoying everything, and uh, let's get to it. True, true, true. And my second co-host is he better be leaning up on his mic and contribute at least twenty percent of the conversation. I know he's sick, but you're gonna be all right, bro. Ethos, come on, give us an hour. Say what up to the people. Hello. Okay, can you hear me now? Is this good? Oh my lord. (laughs) (laughs) And our guest for today is a Patreon backer. You know, when he pulled up in the Discord, his name was Sonic Fan, but he said, call me Cam. I don't know, man. Cam, say what up to the people. Shout out to you. Uh, Shout out your social medias and all that. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? It's uh, Ultra Sonic Fan, also known as uh, Cam. Uh, This year's just been a blessing in terms of financial gains. So I thought I'd contribute to uh, this amazing content that you guys provide me. And uh, my social media is. uh, at the Black Otaku's. That's my uh, podcast that I do recordings on with some of my buddies. Uh, that once again, that's at the Black Otaku's. So thanks for having me on. Bet, bet, bet. And if you want to appear on the next episode, be sure to back us at patreon.com slash GI updates. Also, you can take the show on the go. The podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all other major podcast outlets. I feel like I always forget to say this. If you're listening on Apple, even if you're not listening on Apple, go to Apple and rate this podcast five stars. Help us boost in the al- algorithm. Um, download the GI app available on iOS and Android. It's free. Just uh, search Illuminati on your respective app store. Keep in mind, we spell Illuminati with the word as in naughty or nice. Now, before we get into the main conversation, I got to let everybody know we are recording this episode early. Today is December 8th, 2019. So the award show has not happened yet. Uh, we're recording this one a little bit earlier. Uh, because I'm in the process of moving. I got a lot of shit to do, so I just wanted to go ahead and knock this one out. And also, we got advertisers to appease. We're on a schedule. So uh, just letting you know, if we, we, not, we don't talk about the award show or anything that happens after December 8th is because this show was recorded earlier. So our bad. Um, but let's get into the main conversation. Uh, we could have did top 10 games, but it's four people in this Discord call right now. So, man, we're just going to go ahead and do top five games of 2019. Um, Cam, I'm going to give you the floor. The way we're going to do it is... Uh, we everybody gonna do day five and everybody gonna do day four and i want you to break it down why that's your your number or whatever you know what i'm saying so you the guest of the show cam uh give us your five number five top five game of 2019 and why uh my number five has to be one that uh i heard jg recommend on one of the previous podcasts judgment um really love that game the story was just amazing uh it was actually my first yakuza game i officially beat and so I was pleasantly surprised with um, the environments, the characters, just the overall atmosphere of the game. The, the detective spiel that they put to it um, definitely helped boost my score and putting it uh, as my number five game. Oh, God, we got another Yakuza boy in here. <laughs> <laughs> him, let's go. Okay, okay. That's something different. All right, Jay, what's your number five since you the Yakuza boy in here? <laughs> Uh, my number five is going to go to Devil May Cry 5. Uh, 
I enjoyed this game a lot more than I thought I would. I'm not like the biggest Devil May Cry fan. I didn't play through all of the Devil May Cries, but when I pulled up on this one, even though I didn't understand a lot of what was going on, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. The soundtrack was dope. Uh, the difficulty, it, it did have a bit of difficulty uh, to it, so I like that. Um, and once you got Dante and literally got access to all of the weapons that he had, it it, it was like night and day um, from what you were playing at first to, to what you ended up playing now. So I did enjoy all three characters but obviously dante um was the most fun so uh i mean playing it on stream like it was it was very good like everybody seemed engaged uh the story for the most part like i say even though i didn't uh understand a lot of it because i'm not the biggest fan um it did end up you know kind of making sense towards the end so um so yeah that's gonna be my number five i enjoyed this game a lot true 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 uh i would also like to say uh because you know it'd be a lot of sweaty people in the comments before we go further into this list that if something doesn't appear on one of our lists, we might have not played it. These lists are based off games that we played. Uh, I know there'd be YouTubers and like and people out there, they'd be doing videos and they'd be talking about games they ain't even played, but it's somehow it's in their top 10 or they top 10 worse and they ain't even played the game. We strictly talking about games that we play. So And you can't get to everything because we adults. I mean, look at JG. He's having like, he's having babies over there. So it's crazy out here in these streets. Uh, Ethos, what's your number five? Um, <coughs> my number five would be The Outer Worlds. Uh, Mm. Big RPG nerd. Uh, I really enjoyed that game. It reminds me of like Fallout New Vegas meets uh, Mass Effect. Uh, really love the story, love the gameplay, love all the choices you can make. Uh, kind of TBH showcase how you just go in there and just murder everybody and get away with it. But that was pretty cool as well. So, uh, I mean, overall, it's just a really good game. So. Got you, got you. My number five I picked was Sekiro um i mean it's the only game on this list that i didn't beat but i i've i'm like 70 percent through the game and like i'm gonna criticize people saying they put the games on this thing you beat and then you i didn't say i well first of all you're changing my words i said games we played i listened i know you're sick i said games we played but i played enough to where i can say even though i suck at this game it's still a great fucking game and i still would recommend it i just suck at the game i can recognize that bro and, and to be honest, I've already said I'm not playing this for the story. So no matter what happens at the end, it's not going to change my view of the gameplay. So I think it's fair enough that I can give a rating and say I'm not putting anything other than number five. But I do think Sekiro is a good game. Just, you know, you, it raises my blood pressure. You got to be mentally right, man. Them fucking them, them two apes came down. I turned that game off. I said, I'm good, bro. I'm good. But I, I play it in short spurts. But I give it to number five, Sekiro. It's a little janky. Um it, it is fun, but there's some little janky things in the game that I think that I couldn't even rate it higher than number. Um, Cam, what's your number four? Uh, number four has to go to. Um, yeah, I just had this in my head. <laughs> oh man, uh, Fire Emblem. I'm sorry, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, love that game on the Switch. It was like, because for the longest time, my Switch has been collecting dust because I played Smash for like a little bit and I just got bored and hopped off. Uh, but for his Fire Emblem story, this was like the main console one in like uh, years since the one on the Wii, I believe. And I really enjoyed the game, uh, multiple playthroughs of it. So I started off with the Black Eagles and then I did the Golden Deers. And Why the Black Ones uh, got to be you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, ended off with the Blue Eagles. And like, it's like a hundred hour plus game. And I know like there have been, cause I bought the season pass. So there's been like several DLC that's dropped with like playable characters, and map expansions and stuff like that. So it's a good game that gives you a lot of content and I enjoyed it. 
I feel that. I feel that. Um, yeah. What did so? Because the last one that I played was Fire Emblem Awakening, I think, on the 3DS. What did this one do that was different from the other Fire Emblems? I don't know if Cam or Ethos, you can chime in on this one. What did it do that was different? Uh, for me, because I started playing Fire Emblem through Awakening, actually. So I played all the 3DS games: Awakening, um, Fates, and uh, the remake. I think I forgot Echoes. Uh, so this one was different in terms of like how they handled the gameplay because typically they started this with echoes but in awakening and fates you could like pair up your units to become like a single unit and like they would give off a bunch of stat bonuses um they could also do like additional attacks and stuff like that uh so i i and then for um sorry for uh, three houses they took that away so it was much more like if you played the Wii one, I forgot what the Wii one was called. I think it was Radiant Dawn. It was a lot more. It was like they brought back a lot more mechanics to that and added on top of that. So you got the whole battalion system. They brought back like weapon skills that they had in Echoes. So it was like they took some things away that were in the 3DS games, but also brought back a lot of things that were in the Wii game and enhanced them for the better. Got you. Got you. Um, there's actually a strategy game that I just played the other day. Honestly, I only played it because they paid me. Uh, it was a sponsorship called Phoenix Point. I guess some of the people that left at the creators of XCOM, they went and made this. It's on the Epic Game Store. I think it's an exclusive. It actually was pretty good. Uh, if y'all, I know because you you like Fire Emblem, you like strategy games and ethos. I know you like XCOM. If y'all looking for something new, it's pretty it, it's pretty cool because like um, when you move your characters around the board, you can actually pick certain areas that you want to attack. Like you can actually zoom in with your gun as almost if it was a first person shooter and choose to shoot at their head or their leg, try to figure out what their weak point is. Like it does some pretty unique things with the with the XCOM kind of that Fire Emblem formula. Uh, just putting that out there for anybody who likes uh, strategy games. I was actually pleasantly surprised by that. Not the Epic Game Store, and also the game ran really well. Uh, everybody loves the shit on the Epic Game Store, but I've had zero problems. My game seemed to run better on the Epic Game Store. I think I'm enjoying the Chinese spyware. Um, <laughs> uh, JG, what's your number four game? Uh, number four is going to be a late entry. Um, to the, the what? A late entry. Number four is going to be a late entry. What's I was like, oh, I'm gonna say that is that supposed to be a new game? A late entry is that not on the Wii U, nigga? Problem, bro. I ain't even say the name of the game. Look at this dude. He's getting real stern ever since he became a father, boy. I tell you, no. Listen is what it is. Uh, number four goes to a Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, dude, mm. This game graphically looked freaking amazing. So I just want to shout out Respawn for that. Like Respawn is, and it's funny because I mean another game. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything, but uh, but Respawn has been doing this thing uh this whole year. Like they they've been low key one of the uh the better um companies uh video game companies. Um and uh with this game I wasn't really expecting it to be like a full souls born type of game and generally i stay away from the other people on stream i was like man if i didn't play sekiro if i didn't get into that i probably you know wouldn't have liked it as much but even still um this game ended up having like difficulty levels so it's it's not like fully like a souls born type of game so for anybody who was initially deterred like me um you know it's not like that and we talked about this already but um but the graphics were amazing the gameplay um was amazing um and especially again coming from sekiro i i did up you know just 
starting where I left off. Uh, so that was good. The story was actually uh, decent as well. I liked all of the uh, the upgrades that you end up getting. Um, so like with everything that's been said, like I had a lot of fun playing this game. Um, obviously, we had my moments and you know end up making memes out of me and TBH during that during that whole time. Uh, but I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot, and I would love for them to expand and make like other Star Wars games after this because I <coughs> did an amazing job. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. In the fourth quarter, you almost fumbled the bag. I thought you was about to go on YouTube and watch some tips and tricks videos on how to beat Trilla. Um, Ethos, oh what's your number four? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, mine's the same. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses is my number four. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, considering Fates was arguably not really that good. Um, yeah, that was the one they were trying to charge people for like three different games, right? Yeah, yeah. fuck that so shit. It, they could have done it for this game too, but I'm happy. I was happy to uh, find that they actually kept all of it in one game, and it's massive. Like one playthrough takes 50 hours, and to go through all three houses takes about 150 hours. So to completely do everything in the game, it it's well worth the amount of time and, and effort. The like so you can see like the full idea of like the story and like the plot twist and everything, and see everyone's perspectives. Um, I think that's really cool. Um, just seeing it on a console like upgraded with graphics and all the new characters that they added uh it's really cool the plot's really cool um there was some stuff that like they removed that i wish was still in the game that kind of had me kind of sad but overall the new additions that they added to the game that they um you're not gonna break down what specifically that was never know so, they might hear this so one of the things that i missed was the whole like um support thing so like you could like put yeah. a unit on the side that was one thing i really loved because it was like if i'm my main character right i'd have my love interest be my like uh my support carry right and i really like the, the just the strategy and the synergy that they had together but that's kind of removed from the game i mean we kind of have it if you have them, them side by side but it does doesn't feel the same the support stuff doesn't really feel the same and i feel like i personally really love that in the other uh um fire emblems so that was something that i i kind of missed but other than that just what was lost though and what you gain which is like a lot uh like a lot of characters uh i think this is the most amount of characters i think in a fire emblem i could be wrong but I, it's a lot um it's just the amount of replayability the game has um and though it's basically the best way to describe it is like it's harry potter in the fire emblem universe so uh, mm -hmm. it's whatever that means yeah, you haven't seen Harry Potter, so you wouldn't understand. I'm curious, like, like Ethos, what was your uh, favorite house? Oh, uh, man, game? you know, it's the Black Eagles. <laughs> yeah, you, know fashion, you know, we out here the fascists. It's funny, because <laughs> you, you, you shit on Black Clover, but these fucking houses sound like Black Clover Magic Black Knights, Clover. right? Shut the Silvery Eagles and the Black Bulls, it sounds like yeah, Black Clover allow, characters. I Black Clover slander. Exactly. Captain Yami's the goat. <laughs> You, you watch Little Witch Academia. I don't want to hear it. Oh, no. I haven't seen that show in five. But you watched it, bro. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, if you see horrible fucking anime too, bro, I don't want to hear it. And, and my Little Witch ain't even bad, bro. We, you get it off topic. Well, you just said you just said it was horrible. You Which one is topic. it? You off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Five years ago. I don't know why you bringing up some shit I watched five that years ago. That shit was too damn Bikini cute. Warriors. That shit was weird. Oh, fucking high school of the dead. Bikini Warriors is hot. Anyways, <laughs> uh, my number four is Devil May Cry 5. This one came out kind of early in the year, so I kind of forgot about it. But when I went through all the 2019 list, I was like, you know what? I did really enjoy this game uh, for a multitude of reasons. Uh, it main reasons is it had really good boss fights in it. A couple of them when the camera was bad, for the, but for the most part, it had really good boss fights. The combo system was fun. Um, I also feel like, and it's sad for me to say this, but Devil May Cry feels like it's a game that harkens back to an age where games, when they came out, they worked. Uh, I don't remember really having any serious issues or glitches with Devil May Cry. It just no frame rate drops. It just ran smooth. Visually, it looked nice. 
Um, it wasn't some stupid open world game with a hundred missions in it for no fucking reason. Um, so it's it's just kind of like old school fun to me. And like you just you know come home from a long day and you just want to beat something up. Devil May Cry Five is it, and you got to play three different characters with three different playstyles. Uh, what was the what was the emo dude's name that had like the the, the panther and shit? B yeah, he a lot of people didn't like him, but he was cool to me. I like. I like Nero actually the least out of all of them. Game Dante was, was my favorite. Like, interesting. Was that, like, beat it. Like, it was actually decent. Was, yeah. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Devil May Cry 5. That's why <laughs> I would put that uh, on number four. All right, number three. What you got for me, Cam? All right, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be that guy, but uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I would love to hear why. Yo, yo decline this guy's Patreon. <laughs> nah, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> uh i i've been a kingdom hearts nerd since the first game and uh while i will admit that the third one did fall off on a lot of areas in terms of story um and like just the disney worlds in general and get rid of a lot of the square enix worlds i will say that for the most part i did enjoy my time playing the game i love the the gameplay <coughs> while it, it looks like they kind of it's like they kind of took some things away, but added a lot of other things from like the previous games that I really did did like. Like the um, like if you cast like a fire spell and then you do a combo, you can end it off with like a big fire spell, things like that, or the the like the the replacement for the dry forms in the second game. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate um, that this wasn't like the game that I was expecting it to be uh, after like fourteen plus years of waiting. But honestly, for what we got, I think it was a good enough game that, like, I'm not mad at it or I absolutely hate it. Uh, it just being able to play in a party with Sora, Donald, Goofy uh, has it's been a long time coming because with all those damn side side games and uh, the, just the convoluted story in general, it was a uh, it was just a thrill for me. So that's why it's number three. Okay, okay, okay. All right, Jay, what's your number three? Number three, and this also goes to respawn. It's gonna be Apex Legends for me. Uh, this game is currently uh-huh. crack. It, it is super crack, bro. Um, this game came out the uh, the gay swinging. Um, I think this was around the time where like uh, BR games were just getting uh, uninteresting, mainly PUBG and Fortnite. So we needed another contender. Would not expect it to be EA and respawn. Um, and you know, minus the influence and stuff, because that's you know a big reason why it ended up popping off. Um, the game was very, very fun. It was a different take on the BR aspect. Um, season one, I'm, I'm not going to lie, season one was, was pretty lame. Um, and a lot of people ended up ducking off because of that. But I think that they did learn a lot on what they needed to do right. And season two has been amazing. They brought a new map there. Um, they had the limited time modes, things like that, changing up the map. So I'm excited. season three you're they- talking about. Are we on season three already? Yeah, well, yeah. season well season, season two was the same map. Season two was the same season, map. Season two, <laughs> season two, they ended up um they changed the, the map pass. a little bit. Yeah, they changed they changed the battle pass and they ended up putting dynamic things to the map. And then season three, then they they brought a whole new map, which further switched it up and further got me back onto it. Sorry, because I'm I'm like losses. The season are kind of going super fast, so my bad. Uh, but season three um has been very very fun. I actually like it a lot more. Um, the Kings Canyon. Um. And and like minus optimization issues because I know that was a big thing starting off. I feel like they finally got to a, uh, a good spot um, where the game is actually optimized. And like I said, like I'm about to go pro in this shit, bro. Like we've been we've been getting these dubs and apex, and that's all I've been wanting to play for a long time. Like so, I feel like as far as like GI as a whole, even though not everybody plays VR games or Apex as a whole, um, 
period but uh i feel like as far as like the um the last game that like we for the most part have all been on besides 2k um in paragon rp paragon has been apex legends um so with that being said man if i want to play this day, then i know it's a damn good game so i couldn't leave it off my list so respawn done an amazing job and i'm excited to see what they they have going forward with season four and beyond and two two respawn games on the list for jay okay uh ethos what's your number three yeah it's apex legends you know what time it is 400 hours love this fucking game that's the other game on the market <laughs> <laughs> shut up you know it's your number one you know. uh yeah great game uh love it it's best vr on the market highly recommend it uh season three is fire you know i'm good at the game you know i just hit level gold so you know i'm the best in gi right now so uh yeah that's a lie i'm the best in gi it is you see you first of all you struggle to win when i'm not on the roster i don't want to hear it who has a better rank who has better rank because you started playing rank before me if i can hit gold today if i wanted crazy that's crazy that sounds like a you problem not me you done lying exactly i'll wait you're done anyways <laughs> let me know let me know when you catch up anyways i'm i'm going i'm going apex predator this this year um number three for me the outer worlds kind of same thing that Etho said whole satirical take on everything yeah the idea that you can pretty much do whatever you want in the game i also appreciate that this was a semi-open world game developers this needs to be the wave semi-open world games were like you know <sighs> Hey, you can explore and you can find things, but like it does like <sighs> people shitted on Anthem, but I feel like Ghost Recon fucking breakpoint needed more shit than Anthem, bro. Like that. I'm just tired of these games that are fucking 100 million feet wide and there's like nothing to do. You drive 30 minutes to a fucking mission just to go and third drive 30 minutes back. I don't want to do that shit. You can do that in real life. The Outer Worlds, the maps were a nice little condensed size. But you could still explore a little bit and find little interesting things in the world. The combat was fun. Customization. Um, and then also, like, it was an RPG. It was only, like, maybe, like, 30 hours. Like, I appreciate that as you get older. Like, I'm just tired of these thousand-hour games. Get to the fucking point. I just want to have fun. I Stop listening to these gamers that feel like they need $2,000 uh, 2, hours from their $60 game, bro. 30, to 30 hours is more than enough for 60 hours. People got shit to do. That's why I fuck with the Outer Worlds. Power Rangers in space. Let's go uh number two cam what you got for me uh number two is um this is for all my underground jrpg fans uh this series has been ported uh it's called legend of heroes trials of cold steel uh and i'm including mm. all four of the games technically because three of them got ported over to the uh united states this year and i thoroughly enjoyed each and every one of them it's like a <coughs> it's like um like you're playing a high school military shonen and it's and it has like a lot of the politics uh like shadows of politics in the background hey hold up cam i just searched this game on google and it comes up on steam and it says on the page you know this may contain content not appropriate for all ages sexual content and nudity <laughs> what kind of game is this cam like <laughs> is, am i okay to open this page <laughs> no it's it's not it like the first game the most sexually gets his <laughs> hands in a bonfire <laughs> <laughs> and in the second game the main character kisses one of the girls that's it like it, uh, it ain't nothing ain't nothing like some like hentai harem stuff we we not that uh yeah the steam reviews that. are overwhelmingly positive like you rarely see that that rating it, it's it's an incredible like i i bought it uh because i'm a i'm a console peasant i'm sorry so i bought it on a oh, playstation when it was um, on sale, 
played the first game and like this is one of the few games that like i played the first game and immediately bought the second game played the second game and immediately <coughs> bought the third game it's to the point now where i beat the third game and the fourth game is already is out in japan it hasn't been localized yet but i created a japanese account and i bought the fourth game and i'm playing it right now in japanese uh shout out to whoever made this you, you were, wait, are these games short like you ran through them pretty quickly it sounds like uh they're like depending on your play style it could be anywhere from 60 to 100 because there's like a lot of new game plus content i didn't do that but there is like a lot of side quests and stuff that you can do in the game it's a very for like what's your point uh, was tbh it's a very linear game though so it's not like open world or anything like that it's just like point a to point b objective type gameplay so i i really did like it and uh i'm playing through the fourth game in japanese right now shout out to my weeaboo knowledge and uh i'm enjoying it a lot so that's my uh too but you're playing through in japanese isn't can you read japanese oh no 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 there's <laughs> no there's a um somebody actually made a 100% translated guide on the game. So every line of dialogue has been translated. Yo, that's sweaty as fuck, my nigga. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> my man got the guide ready. Okay, shout out to you. Shout out to you. Hey, but if you fuck with it, that's what's up. I had to look into this. Um, uh, Jay, give us your number two. Well, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, for my number two, it's it was very, very close. Like, super duper close. Because I said, you know, it, judgment. <laughs> God damn, nigga. Oh, I was right. <laughs> it was gonna be that. It was gonna be number one. Judgment. I know you like yeah, Yakuza. Judgment is my number two. Um, for me being a seasoned Yakuza streamer, uh, getting into that series, I love what the team over at Sega did, bringing a spinoff to that series into the game. This is the first game that is completely dubbed. Um, I know that was a lot of people's problems. I know you don't like sub games, uh, TBH. So I was like, yeah, with Judgment, you might actually be able to get into it because it was fully dubbed. It was actually like weird playing through the game um, and, and like hearing all the voice actors talking English for it. But that was a a huge like improvement for like a lot of people because um, it was actually fluid. Like it didn't sound weird. So I think that they did an amazing job with that. <laughs> uh, the graphics were dope. The actual story, that is the main reason why like I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, the stories yeah. have been have been amazing but it, it was really like with this one they did an amazing job making you feel like a badass because the dude can fight and we up here just solving crimes like this bro it was like so many twists and turns like when i was playing in my chat was literally like yo like what's going to happen next who did it like it was it was just crazy from beginning to end the side missions were funny too how long is that game um i think like with all the side missions and stuff it's easily over 40 hours I'm like over 40 hours. Yeah, but I, I was caught in at 60. Yeah, you probably did a lot of side missions too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was definitely over 40. So I would say like with the main story, if you just went through that, it's probably like between 20 and 30. Um, I would say. But uh it's said it's set in the same world again as Yakuza. So if you play any of them, you'll recognize the cities and stuff. But like it's it was crazy. Like the side missions with the uh, the panty sniffing dude, like it was it was just <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like that dude was hilarious, bro, because he was really about to pull up and beat my ass and he just sniffed some panties to, to power up. So like it was just like huh? it was like it was like silly stuff like that, yeah. man. Like they, they have a lot of humor in the game, but at the same time, like it was super serious. <laughs> like and it was again, it was just so many twists and turns. So the story was definitely the strongest part, but um, the fact that, like the uh the gameplay like what you actually fighting around like because that, that man got some moves brother main character definitely got some yeah. crazy moves so so it was it was dope man it was super dope so that's man <laughs> like i said it was very very close but that's my number two yo play judgment if you haven't played it already 
definitely. Mm-mm-mm. I had to catch that one on sale and see what that's out the, the panty sniffer that really sold me. But it was funny though. Chain line of quest was just uh, like because you know the the last dude the um. JG, the the guy who was uh, showing himself off to girls in the alleyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Hello. Wait. How does the oh, combat yeah. compare to Yakuza? Like, which one would you prefer? Um, as far as like what they did, like I I would prefer Judgment, but it depends on which Yakuza that you play because they have different styles. Because you play different characters too. So like in other Yakuza's, you can you can have like four different like fighting styles for like one. Person, so so yeah. it it all depends on like what your preference is. But I like what they did, um, changing up the fighting style and like the some of the power up moves that you can do. So again, it's it's like similar, but he just has a, a different type of fight style. It's like more uh more flamboyant in this one. It's, it's dope. Oh, yeah, definitely. Got you, got you. All right, Ethos, what's your number two? Mass Jedi Fallen Order. Mm. This shit was fire. It's been a oh. Star Wars game I've been waiting for for a very long time. Combat's fire. Story's fire. Um, I, I just loved it, bro. I just loved every second of it. I'm doing a Grandmaster version of a playthrough right now because I love the game that much. How does it compare like to Sekiro and like Dark Souls uh, and, and Grandmaster? It's not that. Oh, oh, no, no, the difficulty on Grandmaster, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's diff- it's it's <clears throat> close, but it, I don't think it's as hard as Sekiro. Sekiro, I think, is still harder, but mm. it's still challenging. So I enjoy it for the challenge. True, 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 true. Okay, okay. My number two is Apex Legends. Uh, like Jay said, this game kind of came out of nowhere, uh, but I'm glad it did because it scratches that itch where I don't have to commit long term to playing the game. I can just get in there, get a couple wins, because you know I always win. I'm better than ethos um i'm not gonna lie i was kind of on the fence about it when it first came out and then when season even though season one sucks let's not forget season one did give us octane and once i discovered octane that's when i got hooked on the game Uh, and i became a crackhead season one as a whole sucked but i did like octane and that's what got me hooked on the game um and been hooked ever since especially like recently we've been going pretty hard on it i got i got nine wins the other day and one day we got like three wins yesterday it's we unstoppable right now in this apex so tsm tsm hokage hundred thieves hokage if you want to sign me give me a million dollar check that's cool if not that's cool too not really um but anyways yeah uh the game's really uh optimized at this point it was it had some issues at the beginning but it's optimized at this point um i like the new map i like the old map they're just really good respawn is really good at designing maps i don't know what it is um also the weapons uh i like most of the weapons in the game uh as i've started to explore the roster i think besides maybe gibraltar i pretty much like everybody and even gibraltar i don't hate him put him a tier below but the character roster is really good. Um, this game is just is great. Uh, I'm I'm hoping for a new Titanfall though. Like people are seeing how great Apex Legends is. You know, can we get that Titanfall three or whatever that Titanfall game they said they were working on? Um, and when it comes out, I hope you guys support it. Also, Titanfall two is free on PS4 for those of you unaware. Uh, if you have PSN Plus, Dollar Shave Club. When I talk about Dollar Shave Club, I can't stress enough the quality of their products. They spent years developing, crafting, and refining everything. They have everything I use to look, feel, and smell my best. You name it, they have it, and I use it. I've been a Dollar Shave Club member for years. Now, even though I don't shave anymore, as you can see, I have my beard. It's fresh. It's fresh. I know. I still use the post do when I get home from the barbershop. After I get that shave, I put the post do on my neck once again just to prevent those razor bumps because those razor bumps are bad. Nobody wants those. 
But when I was shaving, I used the executive razor, the shea butter, the prep scrub, and the dew. Those are all necessary to use. They work and they're great. And as amazing as their shave stuff is, Dollar Shave Club is way more than just razors. Dollar Shave Club has you covered from head to toe. They have everything you need to shower, shave, style your hair, brush your teeth, and yes, even wipe your butt. And Dollar Shave Club can keep you automatically stocked up on all the products that you use. You get what you want whenever you need it, whether that's once a month or a few times a year. I never had to waste time at a store wondering if what I'm getting is any good. As a Dollar Shave Club member, I know what I'm getting is the highest quality. And right now, you can put the quality of Dollar Shave Club products to the test. The Ultimate Shave Starter Set has basically everything you need for an amazing shave. The Executive Razor, Shave Butter, Prep Scrub, and Post Shave Dew. The best part is you can try for only $5, people. That's $5. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular prices. Get your Ultimate Starter Set for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash GI. That's dollarshaveclub.com. Com slash gi crap load of people playing it right now too apparently yeah like yeah, and people people are playing it like, i don't know what it is about respawn they just know how to make a shooter like it's hard to explain if you haven't played it for it just feels right it just feels good it's called talent they have talented devs who who have a history of making good shooters it's it's hard to go from apex to like call of duty it's just like all right bro like it's, <laughs> it's just weird so shout out to apex legends continue to play it uh i'm ready yo check it out respawn can we do like two heroes per season like that's one critique you know what's crazy you want to say some funny what? it's funny to me how infinity war took some respawn devs to help them make it uh modern warfare the new one right mm -hmm. but they didn't grab them level designers because that's what they needed mm -hmm. Man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no they don't worry they all they they don't worry stole those level designers bro because they, they got, got claymore them. designers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they safe, safe spaces, them. safe spaces, guys. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, if I, if I could give one critique for Apex Legends, I, it would be nice if they did two Legends per season. Like, because, like, the season from what I've seen, each one has been, like, three months. Like, a new hero every month and a half. I feel like that's fair, but just one hero per season. I feel like you just, especially because they said they have, they have content to like next year. They said, yeah, you guys are just dragging the freaking content. Like, stop holding on. Let that shit go, bro. Let that shit go. Like, it would spice the game up, man. <laughs> um, so that that's my like one critique of the game. All right, uh, number one, number one. What's your number one for uh 2019 game, uh, Cam? It has to go to Sekiro. Um, Sekiro is one of the few games that I play through most times this year. i played through it five times what a sweat oh my god <laughs> Damn, you can't beat it once that's crazy fuck you uh, <laughs> fuck you <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, talk I'm talking about like i got the the item that you have to give to the little kid uh to where it boosts up the difficulty and then if you ring the demon bell it also boosts up your difficulty and then you have the new game plus difficulty feature where um even if you parry you still take a crap ton of damage so you have to like master parrying and so it's just i i just thoroughly this is the first dark souls type game that i i played and beat and i thoroughly enjoyed it the story you know it was whatever but gameplay gameplay wise just making it more kind of action oriented instead of defense oriented like uh dark souls was was just it was a plus for me to come, come into that world and i 
I want like an expansion pack. I want like a Sekiro 2 to be announced because I, I need more. Like, oh, you know, Sekiro 2 is coming. You know that shit is coming, bro. There's no way they're not going to cash know. out. They didn't make a Bloodborne 2, and people have been begging Ooh, for that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, man. That's that's a good pick, though. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Uh, Jay, what's your number one? Yes, number one, Sisai. Chill Judgment is my number two. No question. It's Sekiro. Uh, coming from a person who never played any Dark Souls games, I can't stand any of those games. They're like, but the Lord, the Lord. I don't care about the Lord. Just the gameplay looked boring. I wasn't trying to subject myself to getting beat a million times, getting one shot at all that stuff because I couldn't parry correctly or I couldn't dodge correctly. I wasn't into that. I decided to try Sekiro because it's in uh, medieval Japan. I mean, not not medieval Japan, uh, feudal Japan, excuse me. And uh, and that's one of my favorite um, one of my favorite times to play. Um, I love all the games like that, like Dynasty Warriors and uh, and Samurai Warriors. I like all those type of things, feudal uh, feudal Japan, feudal China, all that stuff. So. Oh, damn, you said I pulled up on this and I was like, man, it's a Dark Souls game. I don't know how I'm going to fare with this. And through everything, all the slander, tips and tricks, all that crap, <laughs> me, me dying a hundred times to one boss, like I survived you all of that it, stuff. Hey, yeah, and it. I did it, bro. I ended up becoming a pro at Sekiro. And I, again, I just couldn't imagine me being into this type of game. Literally, with my only critique about the game was the camera being so shitty. Uh, but other than that, man, like I, I enjoyed all the all the secrets that you can get um, going through, you know, places that you aren't supposed to go through at the time, uh, you know, finding everything, ended up finding out more lore about the story, how this works, how that works. Like it was it was dope, man. It was it was really dope just going through the whole thing. And again, through all the struggle, man, like ended up, you know, conquering my demons. I beat the game and eventually I'm going to go after it. Video games are demons, though. But no, beat your demons tonight. You know, I'm not scared. You'll see when you get there. You ain't even been to the thick of things yet. I told you, I don't care about the. I told you, I don't care about the story in this game, bro. You thought the ape was tough. Yeah, wait, wait until you pull up on E shit. Wait until you. You know, you know, but you know what it is. You know what I realized? It's not even the difficulty of the game. It's like you said, the camera. The camera makes the game far more difficult than what it needs to be. That shit be spazzing, and I'm not gonna walk past that shit. Be spazzing the fuck out, bro. Running away and hiding in walls. What are you talking? What are you talking about, bro? Sometimes the, uh, char- the the characters just jump at you, and the camera just spazzes. Nah, bro, you gotta get good. No, man. For real though, you you'll see. But I mean, Ace spent ten hours on one ball. So yeah. like I said, I'm not Ace, bro. I play games for fun. I play games for fun. Ace is a fucking psycho. <laughs> but he beat him. No, 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 I give him his clout. I give him his clout. But I'm sorry, I'm not spending fourteen hours on one boss. I'll take a break after a few hours. <laughs> fucking crazy. That's just insane. But from software did an amazing job. And, and again, one of my one of my things that I enjoyed the most was that I can actually stay in the pocket. I can I can parry correctly and I can punish my enemies. That was what I enjoyed the most. So with that being said, man, through all the struggle, put a lot of time in that game, and that's gotta be my number one. Mm, okay, okay. Ethos, give us your number one. Man, it's Sekiro. You already know what time it is, Let's bro. Go. I'm so proud of this game, bro. Cause my nigga JG, bro. I, I, I didn't think he was going to do it. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I didn't think he'd beat the game. I thought he was going to give up, but he stayed with it. I'm more proud of other people beating it than myself. Um, That game is tough, bro. Ishin is probably the hardest boss I've ever faced in a video game. That, oh my Man. God, bro. Like, that <laughs> nigga is just a different breed of, of AI. But um, that game, like, it made me proud, bro. Like, 
I know a lot of times that meme comes around like, oh, it's a masochist game and shit like that. But I think JG understands it now. It's just like just the feeling of 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 just a uh, victory you have when you actually beat that shit. It's just, just like I would. I actually wouldn't. I actually wouldn't put Sekiro as a masochist. Masochist. I feel like the oh, oh it, it, it you ain't got through it, bro. Like, there, but even even st- even even though it's still difficulty, it's still more skill based. Like with Dark Souls, that shit is just boring. Like it's boring. It, it's a dodging simulator, bro. That shit is masochism I mean, to is me. It's a parry simulator. Like it's but, but you're in the pocket, like JG was saying, and you're fighting, and that's why I, even though I still haven't beat it, and I still think it's it's fucking annoying, I still give it its clout because you're still in the pocket fighting. I just think that's a preference thing because I, I would argue that, um, like for example, Bloodborne is a very aggressive game because you have to. There's no shield in Bloodborne, nothing like that. I can't do it because it gives me motion sickness. But um, Sekiro, I'd actually argue, is more of a defensive game uh, than an offensive game because I'd argue that you need to. The game is less like scamming, hitting people, and it's more deflecting them. Like how many bosses do you beat because you, you know, you got their uh, what is it stamina wiped out, and then you know you went for the, the death blow. So I, yeah. I don't know. Me personally, it depends on your, how you play it. Uh, but like the bosses in this game are just like really cool, um, so and, I, and I love anything that's Japanese styled. So uh, you know, like JG, that when I saw the, the setting, I'm tired of the whole European shit with uh, the Dark Souls series. I was like on board immediately to play it. So I'm glad that uh, it ended up being Sekiro, the Assassin's Creed Japan that everybody's been asking for. Yes, 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 yes it was. You can be <laughs> stealthy. <laughs> Everybody wanted that shit. <clears throat> true, true. Yeah. Well, we, we all know TBH's biggest enemy in Sekiro, and that's the chat, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's different for me to play it, bro. It will see him off, and then he doesn't want to play the game anymore. No, they be fucking bullshitting in the fucking chat. I'm like, bro, I can't even, like, y'all can actually, like, whether or not you use it, you could still ask for help, and that applies to most streamers. These things just be trolling me the entire time, and I'm just like, bro, who's telling the truth? Most you don't even own the game, bro. But it's whatever. It's, it's whatever. Uh, I'm different. My number one was Star Wars. Um, like I said in the previous podcast, the reason I realized I enjoy Star Wars more than Sekiro is because I actually cared about the world. So I felt inspired to finish it. I felt inspired to sit up in my chair. A lot of times I'd be leaning in my chair when I play Sekiro because, like I said, it feels like I'm just like checking off a list of, okay, beat this monster, beat this boss. Like Star Wars, I actually really cared about the world. Uh, not necessarily the main character because Cal, to be honest, was not particularly interesting but it had a very strong supporting cast i think trilla was a fire villain um that ending was freaking well most of it was fire i would say um and then i enjoyed the combat with the force powers and all that stuff in the skill tree um and it's it was just nice to play a game kind of what i said about devil may cry 5 where like only towards the end in star wars where i had like a little bit of stutters but for the most part it ran completely smooth for me i had no problems didn't run into any crazy game breaking glitches it just felt like this game was a labor of love and i feel like we should be giving respawn their flowers as well as you know all these other games that we've nominated because for the most part it seems like we're all nominating games that work and it was a lot that did not work it was a lot of uninstalls this year that was just pissing me off i'm you know i'm surprised as much as y'all gassed up control i didn't hear control on y'all list it was tough. I was gonna put it's it in five. Yeah. It's very. It was. It was fun. I just. It was between that and Outer Worlds and uh and Fire Emblem. And I was like, ah, Control was nice, but it wasn't as long as those other games. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would go with Star Wars. Um, what, what, on the list, you would just slander us anyway. Let's talk about what games y'all uninstalled because y'all love to be all over me. What what, what games did y'all uninstall this None. year? We actually Nothing. played our games, not like you. Yeah, whatever, whatever. You're all by yourself on that one. Yeah, you guys are losers. 
Uh-huh. Uninstalled Jump Force. <laughs> true, true. See, see? That game deserved to be uninstalled. That motion blur was the devil in that game. A fighting game at 30 FPS. Ban it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is unacceptable. The fucking license from Bandai on these anime, anime games need to be taken away. Uh, so those are our top five games of 2019. Uh, let us know in the comment section below if you're watching the video version and what is some of y'all favorite games of 2019. Uh, actually, I didn't put this on the list, but we can go to this real quick. Is there anything y'all looking forward to in 2020? Cyberpunk. Final Fantasy VII Remake. I made a list. Last of Us. Last of Us. Uh, I think I talked about it. Yes, yeah, Cyberpunk, Watch Dogs, The Last of Us. What else is coming out in 2020? Uh, Halo Seven Infinite. Remake. Uh, which what what uh what what remake? What? Uh, Seven remake, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, that game ain't coming out. Cut it out, bro. <laughs> yes, it is, bro. <laughs> it's coming out in February. Until the game comes out, it doesn't exist, bro. It's just like Kingdom Hearts. Until it comes out, it doesn't exist to me. Uh, what else did I put? I I put this on my list, but I, I'm kind of like the more I see it, the less I get interested. But I'm still, you know, if we can get it for free, Marvel's Avengers, I'm kind of on the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dying Light 2. I think that comes out in 2020. Finally. Like, I remember interviewing him a couple of years ago. We ain't hear nothing about it for a while. Uh, Persona 5, The Royale. Oh, yeah. What's the difference between that and Persona, regular Persona 5? More talking. Fuck that, <laughs> fuck that game. Really? <laughs> Okay, so I, again, status on. I actually bought the Japanese and I played oh it. Oh my god! <laughs> True otaku. Uh, uh, and so it's um, I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of like an Overwatch, Overwatch Two situation where it really should have just been an expansion pack to the base game. But they do add a lot of stuff in terms of like they change like a lot of the structures of the dungeon. They added the little hook shot. There's a lot more personas. There's the addition of the new female characters. There's like a, a lot of uh, in-game dungeons that you can go through. So it it's, I would say it's kind of worth the $60, but not 60. Really. Yeah. yeah, because it's, recharging. yeah, they're recharging you for it. Big yikes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's what we're looking forward to. That's our top games. Uh, moving on to the news section of the podcast. Just a little bit of news that dropped this week um in an interview with um i for fucking oh in um game informer uh ceo of uh sony he was talking about the playstation vita and basically they asked if uh if there's going to be any future for another uh sony handheld and they said the playstation vita was brilliant in many ways uh the actual experience was great but clearly it's a business that we're no longer in now so basically sony said they're hitting the snooze button on handhelds um as as a vita owner ethos what do you feel like sony did wrong like why did the vita fail and if they were to come back what do they need to do with the new handle it's that simple they didn't support it they acted like they did they did not support it they're full of shit (laughs) yeah i also had a vita too oh so what was your critique of it um my yeah the same thing with the ethos was saying it was really no support for the western side uh in the japan because i actually went to japan a summer ago and the top selling system when i visited there was the vita because they had released um a persona dancing game and like it sold like a whole bunch of copies so it's just the western support was absolute trash and uh like the only game i played on the vita was like persona 4 golden and that's like the only reason why i still have my vita is so i could replay through that game so just lack of support and lack of caring on the western side 
that was actually where I played uh, Persona for the first time too, Persona 4 Golden on the Vita. That's when I realized I couldn't stand that franchise. I was like, yo, why do they keep talking? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually would say that like I feel like it was going to fail eventually. Yeah, they didn't support it, but I also think the touchpad in the back was a dumb decision. They should have just put another set of triggers. So it was like a traditional PlayStation controller. Like, did any of y'all ever actually use that touchpad? Yes, because I had no choice. What did you yeah, use? certain games that used it. Not because I wanted to. Oh, so then it was just the games or whatever. Yeah, the games required it. What kept you from buying a Vita, uh, JG? Uh, well, I had the PSP, the original one, and I ended up like giving it to somebody else. I just, I don't know. They had a couple things that I like. I did like that they, um, you know, had movies on there too. So I did like, you know, doing things like that on the go. But um, I, I think it was pretty much the same thing as the Vita. They just didn't support as much. And to be honest, the UMDs were just a mistake. Like it, I, I know that you know people are trying to be different with their, uh, their different format for video games and movies and stuff. But it just didn't work. Um, and then you know they rebooted with the Vita, and and after that I was like, again, I'm not even going to give it another chance because I knew that they just weren't going to support it. They barely supported the PSP. They oh, you tried, know what? But it just didn't work. I just remembered another reason the, the Vita failed was the proprietary memory cards. It was like a hundred dollars for a decent memory card. Yeah. yeah, that shit was too much. That shit was too much, bro. Like memory cards are cheap. They shouldn't have never did that shit. So Sony can hold that L. Um, wonder if Xbox will ever make a a handheld. Uh, they don't even got no games on the Xbox. They don't need to make a handheld. They would. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck they would be on their Forza them. Mobile? Nobody want to play that shit. <laughs> X Cloud and and stuff like that. You know, you being able to play anywhere. So, nah. so whatever happened to that uh that Gears of War pop game? That would be on the Xbox, you know. Um, yo, speaking of innovation, uh, Resident Evil Three remake. It's rumored. To- <laughs> <laughs> it's rumored to be in the works. What's this doing for you, Ethos? Uh, Resident Evil 3? Oh, I'm going to play it because I didn't play Resident Evil 3. I didn't I'm play this one it. either. And I'm going to tell you that it's going to be a great game, but you're still not going to play it. Game of no, the year. No, I didn't actually play Resident Evil 3, so I would actually consider playing this one. Okay, well, play it, and then you'll understand why Resident Evil 2 was good, too. Oh, it was. I didn't say it wasn't good. I said it wasn't innovative. No, no, I, I was saying it was a game of the year. You got upset that it was a game of the year. Word. No, the conversation, if you go back, no, was no, about no, innovation. No, 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 no. This man is still. You've been. This is why you've been sick for two weeks. You are nutty right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Does anybody care about this Resident Evil 3 make, Jay, Cam? I'm not a Resident Evil fan, so no. Horror games don't, don't sit well in my spirit, so. I feel that. <laughs> we just going to go down the list, and y'all tell me what, what, what any of this is doing for you. A new Outlast was revealed. Uh, it's supposed to take place in the Cold War era. Uh, the big thing is it's supposedly going to be co-op, uh, and like you're like some test subjects or something trying to escape or whatever. Um, is this doing anything for anybody? Nope. Second like, nah. I'm slightly interested just because of this multiplayer, but I'm again I'm not a horror fan, so I know I like I barely played the first one, but I don't even know if I beat it. It was just like whatever, bro. Like I'm not into into any type of horror game. I'm not trying to scare myself. So, uh, but all you know, like uh, cringeworthy um, horror streamers and YouTubers, they're going to eat this up. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. I'll be I'll be looking for it just to see what the multiplayer looks like. But other than that, like if it was a single player only experience, then I'll be like hell no. I don't know if I would pay for this, but I get it for free. I would play. I think my problem with co-op and Outlast is I feel like with horror games, what makes it scary is you are alone. And if I'm with three other friends, like first of all, I don't really get scared playing 
playing horror games but if i'm with three other friends i'm probably gonna be laughing the entire time freaking when i played what was that that man of median with a fucking gypsy i was just laughing the entire time because she's <laughs> screaming in my fucking ear i'm like this shit isn't scary when you're with somebody so like I, I feel like it's gonna ruin it but maybe they found some innovative way to uh make it work i could be wrong uh so give us a free copy right now um but yeah don't expect that one anytime soon they just kind of revealed it so i wouldn't expect that as like q4 2020 maybe 20 they just um modern warfare got a battle pass uh comes with a like 100 different levels gear points new weapons a new operator it's ten dollars for the battle pass they're calling it season one the first 23 levels are free of the battle pass uh jg you play call of duty what's this doing for you season one uh so are we planning on this not being an annual franchise or we i was confused by that too for that like yeah i have a lot of questions and yeah i mean the main thing that you said like i thought that you know everything was supposed to be free all the dlc is going to be free and then you just throw a battle pass it was only a matter of time right activision this classic we, activision. We all know. <laughs> yeah like is anyone surprised at this no like but nah. we thought they were going to change and they're like nah bro we we still the same activision it was good go ahead <laughs> give us more money for this but yeah i think besides that just again go back to the original question uh yeah how how are you trying to treat it now it's, it's gonna be an, an ongoing series now what what are we doing here because this isn't the typical activision way with that if they're doing this in season so i guess we'll see but uh yeah they need to get some better maps they're putting old maps into the game so that tells you something right there i wish y'all could see my face i'm just like shaking my head or this game fucking sucks man for it's so, so <laughs> you pick your reason why it fuck it's not even just it's not the gameplay the optimization i just don't like this game we get a new one from Treyarch. that's we got it we got to go back to only buying Treyarch call of duties bro that's the new rule um yeah shout out to y'all with the battle pass getting greedy again dead island 2 ain't dead apparently they still working on it does anybody care about this uh, I remember when like <laughs> I was like barely interested in the first Dead Island, and it just was not what we all thought it was going to be based on the uh, the super duper like nice looking trailers. Um, so I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do with this one, but if it's anything like the first two that they made, then yeah, it's going to be the same old stuff that I'm not interested in. But again, like they always make the trailers, the CD trailers look super nice. And then it ends up being just a pile of crap. So uh, we'll see if they end up like changing everything. But the whole zombie genre is just bad. like I, I was interested in it at first, but I'm not interested in playing a zombie game now in 2020. Dead Island one was a six out of ten at best. Dead Island Riptide because everybody forgets about that one was like a oh, four. Oh, man, that shit was like man. a four. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad. So I actually played that too, thinking it was gonna be better. Dead Island 2 is technically Dead Island 3. It's like, <laughs> why are we gassing up a game that's a 6 out of 10 at best? I, I don't care. Take it in the back and shoot it. I don't care about this game. Um, You you got a chance to play the new Operators in Rainbow Six. This is the only reason I put it on here, Ethos. You have any hot takes on this real quick? Didn't you buy the season pass? I could have swore I saw you use it. You and me played two games and I got triggered because I couldn't kill anybody. So then we gave up. <laughs> so you're trash. That's okay. <laughs> I'm still better than you at Apex. It's okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Just remember who carried you to gold. Yeah, I carried you. I, I got the screenshots. I saw, I remember we went to gold and you started dying really quick. It's all no, that's a lie. That was JoJo. Uh, that's a fucking lie. Okay. Uh-huh. No, wait, I got I'm about to start posting. I, I need to start posting my skills on, on, yeah, on Twitter start, more. I'm posting my 11, my 11 man games. Let me 10 carry. game kills. This is just, I'm unstoppable. Right, Give me a devotion and get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Freaking uh, Dr. Disrespect. He announced he got a TV show. Uh, supposedly, 
Yeah, I don't care. Come on, guys. Dr. Disrespect. He, he hangs out in the bathroom with the kids. Come on now. I don't care. What? Listen, listen. What do you get as a white man in America when you film children in the, in the bathroom? A TV show. Come on, guys. <laughs> so what's your high? I, was, I actually was about to throw it to you, JG, because you're the one that's been having the hot takes on all the streamers and YouTubers lately. So you're coming live from the YouTuber Twitch desk. JG, what's your hot take on the TV show for disrespect? I mean, it's, it's just amazing that, I mean, like people like this, when you're the top 1% in the video game world, you can do no wrong. I mean, you're cheating on your wife. You, uh, oh, you, filmed, you, you filmed yourself in oh, the public God. bathroom. Maybe. Twice. And yes. <laughs> Here you go, man. This is what happens. You you still get people that believe in you, and now you're you're developing the TV series. Um, I guess we'll we'll see what happens with this. But apparently, the walking uh, people made Walking Dead Skybound are uh, backing this one. So that's uh, a big brand. Yeah, we'll we'll see what it ends up on. But yeah, the rich get richer in this situation. Yeah, um, so, supposedly the show is like giving like backstory of his character or whatever. So they're basically gonna turn it into a whole. It's not just him being a douchebag. They're gonna give him a whole storyline now. Yeah, and the funny thing oh. though, like before, you know, he ended up being what he is today on Twitch. Like he actually did do like a lot of shorts, um, using this same persona. Like in the meantime, like when Call of Duty was very, very heavy on YouTube. So, um, I mean, it makes sense that they're going to develop this into a TV series after all these years because he's grown to be even bigger than he was back then. So again, we'll see. I'm not like like racing to go and watch it but like i'll check out an episode just to see like how cringy it is and then move on with my life mm. okay so you're gonna bring a series to the di channel where you review every week the new episodes of the doctor <laughs> true, true. i mean Maybe. all this all this news does is reinforce what i've been saying the only thing that can stop the white heterosexual male in america is a pedophilia and probably kicking a dog other than that they're unstoppable this is proof right here because you can record children and that's teetering along the lines of well whatever whatever good for him i guess i guess we're supposed to be happy um that's all i got on my show notes you're the uh you're the guest cam you got the show floor what's your closing statement for game illuminati episode 94 go uh just want to thank you guys uh so much for allowing me to be on the show um i've been a huge fan i got into you guys into the paragon the <laughs> paragon uh but um just glad uh make sure you guys check me out on my social media that's at the black otakus uh, we do a weekly podcast called the black otakus of the culture um where we talk about nerd stuff and all that all that good shit so the last episode we were talking about the the whole <laughs> amazon switch debacle and how that's absolutely hilarious so uh make sure you guys check that out that's at the black otakus and uh just want to thank you guys again for having me on the show if you guys, if you guys don't know what he's talking about, uh, he's talking about if you order a switch off the Amazon, you might get a box of condoms. Shout out to Amazon. Um, what's in there? Trying to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you fucking loser. <laughs> he does. You got the floor. Where's your closest thing? Your sexual habits. Yeah. <laughs> Need to start using your weed. Get off your weed. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for watching. Um, I'm gonna try to not be sick. This might be something serious. So I'm gonna have to go to the doctor because you know I got healthcare. Thank God. Uh, shout out uh, to all y'all, and uh, I'm gonna go take a nap. True, true. All right, uh, Jay, what's your closing statement? Go. Yeah, man. All this free content. Hopefully, y'all are appreciating it. A uh, shout out to uh, Sonic or Cam uh, for being prompt and coming on the podcast. 
Uh, again, if you would like to be a guest like this uh, wonderful gentleman here, then uh, consider pledging to our Patreon, and you can also be a guest. Uh, other than that, man, we'll see y'all for the next one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I don't got nothing to say other than uh, make sure to rate the show five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you guys always talk about you want to see the, the group grow. That is the easiest way to help us grow. Get on Apple Podcasts, rate the show five stars. It boosts us in the algorithm so we can get more listeners. <coughs> oh, also, shout out to all the people who are uh, tweeting at us because we ended up on a lot of people's uh, top podcasts on Spotify, like the end of the year little recap thing. Shout out to everybody like retweeting. Like, I got a whole bunch of tweets. I, after about five of them things, I was like, all right, I can't make my whole timeline. Like, that, that shit look obnoxious. But shout out to everybody showing love and uh, listening to the show. And um, I think the next episode won't be till 2020. So uh we'll see you guys next year on next episode of the gaming illuminati podcast peace